Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good afternoon, everyone in America and around the world. This is All You Need to Know Radio, and I am your host, John Hollywood. People all my life have doubted me. They Then came the success of my first company at 19 years old. Now I've been on the radio for over 18 years with two different number one shows. Luckily, we have been blessed that way. Now I'm being asked, what is next? My response was very easy. In the words of the iconic Madonna, I want to rule the world. I want to do it in a different way, however. I want to educate the world with the truth where our country is right now. I am ready for the challenge. The question is, do you want to come along for the journey of your life with me? We shall see as All You Need to Know Radio starts right now.
um, my younger brother, who currently lives in Boston, Massachusetts, he's going to school up there, um, I believe may legitimately have COVID-19. He has had really? an upper respiratory in- yes, he's had an upper respiratory infection for a week um, with a fever of between 100 and 103 degrees, and they won't test him. He's been to the doctor twice. They don't have a test kit for it. Um, now, he's a young man. He's almost certainly going to live, but it's just a close-to-home example of what I was saying a little bit ago, that um, testing, the, the the relatively low reported numbers of infected individuals in America is probably because we haven't done effective testing, not because well, it because hasn't already come to America. We haven't done any testing. That's what I'm right. trying to say is that Mm-hmm. Trump is standing up there in front on the you know in front of the podium, uh, patting himself on the back, trying to make himself feel, look like the hero of all this. When he's the mm-hmm. villain of all this, the reason mm-hmm. this disease was not found before this is because he cut the funding of the CDC by half, which mm-hmm. means this was years ago too. Which means that people are not monitoring other countries like top secret information. Uh, they're not monitoring diseases that other countries are popping up with. Scientists are not looking for cures for diseases because they're not there. And so right. order in to the inexperience of this president. Sorry, yes. Um, I completely agree. By executive order in 2017, one of the things he did, and he did several different things that affects pandemic response, but one of the most important things he did was he restructured um, the pandemic response team that was put in place by Obama and essentially fired a bunch of doctors and epidemiologists, pandemic response unit, under the bioterror response unit of the National Security Council. He, he fired a bunch of people to save money. Um, and those are the people who would have done exactly what you just described of monitoring uh, potential pandemics and their responses in other countries. So that, you know, when we first started getting hints of this coming out of China, you know, two months ago, um, at that time it would have been appropriate for the Center for Disease Control to respond in its statutory manner and, um trigger some sort of response in America to prevent uh, the spread of the infection, but they failed. I mean, there was nobody there to do the work, and they failed. And so when Donald Trump gets up in a press conference and says, you know, it wasn't me, it wasn't my fault, he, as he has typically done over the course of his presidency, is lying. He is telling a falsehood. He cannot take credit when everything's great. The buck stops with the president of the United States, God damn it, and this mm-hmm. is Donald Trump's fault. And yep. what he tried to probably use the money for was to build that damn fictitious wall that Mexico was supposed to pay for. <laughs> well, mean, what's interesting, talking about you know the way government funding works and the way appropriations work, you know, you don't rob Peter to pay Paul in quite that same way. There's just this massive deficit. So, you know, if you really want to talk about the finances of the United States federal government, the real problem is the tax cut. 
that was unnecessary, which, which blow a huge hole in the deficit spending. I mean, we had something like a $300 billion deficit in the first quarter of 2020. Um, that's unsustainable. Typically, the deficit hawks always want to go after Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid and that kind of thing, when real, really the problem here is that Amazon and Jeff Bezos pay less taxes than you and me, um, which is ridiculous. Well, but let's be let's give them. They actually pay no taxes because they use our tax laws. It's right. not that they're violating the law, right? Correct. It's legal tax avoidance. Which Donald Trump did the exact same thing. He has for years, and part of the 2017 tax bill um, gave huge breaks to real estate developers so they could claim bigger depreciation losses carried forward. It's kind of technical, but. Um, your listeners, for the purposes of kind of the big picture, need to understand that the 2017 tax law was a massive scam. And when, you know, people say things like, there's no money, how are we going to pay for Bernie Sanders' proposal of Medicare for all? Well, the answer is by, by taxing people appropriately. It's not – we don't need to make changes on the spending side. We need to make changes on the taxation side. And make it so that the double dutch was the Irish sandwich, which is a <laughs> that that's it sounds like a weird thing, but it's um it's a tax avoidance maneuver where um and i I'm not going to explain it well, I'm not an international tax lawyer, but basically you uh head you have a headquarters in Holland and another headquarters in Ireland, and then you can charge the Money charge profits to both of them in a specific way and essentially claim no corporate income for the purposes of corporate income taxation. And companies like Apple and Amazon and Google all do this, double dutch with an Irish sandwich. It's perfectly legal. It is legal, but it's grossly unethical, and it's how they result in incredibly profitable companies with billions of dollars in cash paying zero dollars in taxes because they're showing that they didn't earn profit on their tax return when that's just grossly false in real life. Exactly. Guys, if you're just joining us, my name is John Hollywood, and you're listening to All You Need to Know Radio live for the first time on Tuesday at 4 p.m. If you'd like to be part of the show, call 516-531-9990. That's 516-531-9990. And if you're brave enough to be part of the show, you want to talk to Omos on myself, press 1. The producer will know that you want to be part of the show, or you can just listen to the entire show on that phone number also. Uh, Please, we are sponsored by today American Wealth USA Group, ending America's debt one debt at a time to truly make America great again. Call 972-764-3120. Right now we have our constitutional lawyer and best in justice, Almost Warwick. Tell everybody about your firm real quick, buddy, and give them the telephone number they can get a hold of you. Sure. Thank you very much, John. You can reach me by calling 972-863-9592. The law firm is called Warrench and Nun, www.warrenchnun.com. 
what we do is general civil litigation. If you need to sue someone for money or you are getting sued for money, we can probably help you. We do business and real estate law. We do landlord-tenant law. We do personal injury law. And we can also help you with business transactions and custom contracts. Um, we do not do criminal or civil. Or we do not do criminal or divorces. But uh, here in Dallas, Texas, serving all of Texas and Arkansas, warrantchenon.com. So I got a question for you. Give me an example of your favorite case that you've won and what it was about. My favorite case in my entire career, or anything like that. Uh, okay, that's a that's a, that's a good question. So um, as you may know, and your longtime listeners may know, I'm Jewish and I was born in Israel. Um, I'm not a very religious man, but I do have some friends in the religious Jewish community in North Texas and Dallas, Texas, which is quite large. And um, in 2014, I was hired by a young man. Um, it's actually public record. This is um, totally fine and ethical for me to say his name and the name of the adverse party. His name is Hillel Rodin, and he was a nursing student at Medical City and El Centro in Dallas. Um, he's also a Orthodox Jew, um, the son of a rabbi. And um, he had a hospital orientation for his nursing program that fell on Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year and one of the holiest days in Judaism. And the I mean, this not very good Jew who never goes to anything goes to synagogue on Rosh Hashanah, okay? Um, <laughs> but uh, Hillel um, was told by uh, El Centro College, the Dallas County Community College District, that um, if he were to miss the hospital orientation for his nursing program, which only happened on Rosh Hashanah, then he would be kicked out of the program. Um, that is a violation of the uh, Texas Religious Freedom Act. It's also a violation of the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of Texas, the Establishment Clause, which um, permits the establishment of a religion. It's part of the First Amendment. And um, what I did for Hillel is um, he came to me on a Thursday afternoon saying, I'm going to be kicked out of school on a Monday. Um, and I worked all weekend, and on Monday morning at 8 a.m., I filed a federal lawsuit and an uh, injunction against the Dallas County Community College District on, the, on behalf of Hillel Roden. And by 4 p.m. that day, I had a hearing before federal judge Sam Lindsay, and we had an uh, agreement in principle. We basically settled the case in one day. Um, and uh, I was in the press, it was in the news, it was uh, pretty interesting, and, you know, that was not a big money case. I've been involved in million-dollar lawsuits. That was not a big money lawsuit, um, but it was the only time um, in my career where I've filed a lawsuit against the government for a constitutional violation, and um, just like that, one day, um, made a recovery for my client, uh, got him, got the government to do the right thing on behalf of um, a young man who was in desperate need of legal help. So that is probably my favorite case in my career. And when did that happen? I believe it was 2014. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. we've never done that before. We've always told everybody what a rock star in the courtroom you are and everything, but we've never heard anything about it. So I think that's amazing. Well, you asked. I, I love to tell the stories. No, absolutely, and we definitely yeah. 
want to hear more about what you do, and I want to think we should do that on each show so you'd be ready for that. So, so legally, what you're hearing about what Trump is proposing, yes. they can't – under the Constitution, would they be able to actually tell people they have to stay home? That is a very complicated question. That is a very complicated question, John. The answer to the question is using some form of an emergency powers act with the correct declaration of a national emergency, which has already been declared. I believe for the short term, the answer is yes. They can require people to quarantine themselves and they can do things like restrict travel, say, you know, you're not allowed to drive from Seattle, Washington to Butte, Montana or whatever. Um, however, it does call into question the Fourth Amendment and the Fifth Amendment to the United States Constitutions for um, unreasonable search and seizures and due process. And um, Can you explain also, what those mean, please? Oh, God. Yes, so sir. So um, the Fourth Amendment. <laughs> Yeah, right. You're right. You're right. The Fourth Amendment to the United States Constitution um, prevents um, illegal searches and seizures. It's why uh, the government needs a warrant before they can go into your house. And I think it could be argued that if the government is telling you that you must stay in your house and you cannot leave and some sort of enforced quarantine, that that constitutes a seizure. Um, they're they're forcing you to stay in one place that's a seizure. It's kind of like um, a writ of habeas corpus where you, you say, look, you need to either charge me with a crime or let me out of jail, right? It's, it's kind of like that. And so I think that is arguably implicated. The Fourth Amendment pro prohibition on seizures without a warrant is arguably implicated. There's also the Due Process Clause, which is contained in the Fifth and the Fourteenth Amendments to the United States Constitution. Both of those clauses are very complicated and do a lot of different things, but um, for the purposes of this discussion, um, you have to have a hearing of some sort um, if you are being punished by the government. If the government is saying, you know, we're going to throw you in jail or we're going to issue you a fine or something like that, you're supposed to be able to have a hearing. Um, so you get process, you get due process of law, and the argument would be that if you are confined to your home under some sort of emergency powers declaration, um, if the government cannot prove that you need to be um, so quarantined, then arguably they're violating your due process rights if you don't have a hearing, if you don't have the ability to make an argument to that effect. Um, and there's more. Uh, there's um, like other types of law that potentially would prohibit the government from putting someone in a quarantine for a long term. Pretty sure for a short term national emergency, it is in fact legal and constitutional um, for the government to be able to say, look, it's a huge emergency. You need to stay at home for a few days. Does that make sense? We, yeah. Yes, sir, definitely. I was seeing that we were trying to use my microphone again, but it's just not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to switch that out or clean it up or something or whatever. So we are in a new studio, so high above downtown or above Dallas, 
on uh, Dallas Parkway at the uh, – do we want to give our location? Nah, I don't want to give my location now. <laughs> Probably not. Maybe maybe after the show. But, um, you know, what I was thinking is that um, this trillion dollar – first of all, I want you to listen to this. Take a listen. Sure. Very well under control. Uh, we have very little problem in this country at this moment. There's a theory that in April, when it gets warm – uh, historically, that has been able to kill the virus. The people are getting better. They're all getting better. Now the Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. You know that. Right? And this is their new hoax. And we're prepared, and we're doing a great job with it. And it will go away. Just stay calm, and we'll see what happens. But they think uh, August could be July, could be longer than that. I've spoken, actually, with my son. He says, how bad is this? It's bad. It's bad. I'm talking about what we're doing is under control, but I'm not talking about the virus. A new so poll once again, it takes Donald Trump being <laughs> affected for him to actually admit that there is a problem. Calling it a Democratic hoax? was probably the death of his campaign. <laughs> I well, really think this is his kryptonite. I I, I, I hate to I hate to, you know, dance with glee when there really, really are people dying from this all over the world. Um yes, 70 but frankly Americans. I tend to agree with you. Seventy uh, Americans I mean, and seventy nine thousand people worldwide. I was not aware of that statistic, but it's, it doesn't shock me. That that doesn't sound like your way off. Um, well, and the situation so, with Americans is that our numbers are not accurate because he's right. lying to people, as he always does, and he has not. We have not been testing people, so you're going to see the numbers go through the roof. I'm hearing two million are going to be right dead. if if we ever get appropriate testing and because of the politics of the matter and it was so gross the way he accuses the quote unquote democrats of politicizing the coronavirus that's so gross i mean everything a lot of what he does is kind of gross but it's important to call out when he does something that's so outside of the typical norms i mean the the problem uh, is you know he didn't consider it to be a problem until the stock market freaking crashed, and now all of a sudden you know all of his rich buddies are worried about it, and so they're floating a 1.5 trillion dollar bailout of the cruise and airline industry after the airline industry spent billions of dollars on stock buybacks in the last couple of years. Um, I mean, the the whole thing is gross. And it shouldn't be normalized. There's also issues with um, Trump rejecting the WHO coronavirus test kit and evidence that um, Jared Kushner's brother, who runs a large healthcare organization called Oscar, may be attempting to profit by selling their own patented test kit, which is just ridiculous. You want to talk about politicizing the coronavirus, maybe you shouldn't try to turn it into a cash grab from the White House. I mean, it's so gross what he's doing on a day-to-day basis that it's hard for typical Americans to sometimes recall what a president's supposed to act like and supposed to look like, that it's not this. Um, and then in terms sure of his, his in terms of his election chances, and I kind of went off on a bit of a tangent, but I want to talk about you. Your question to me was about his election chances, so let's talk about that. Um, okay, can you do me a favor? I, that that music means we need to take a quick break. 
So we'll be sure. right back, and we'll be right back with almost. This is John Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You're listening to All You Need to Know Radio. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. About you, wanna wake up with you next to me. Donald Trump's um, whether or not the coronavirus crisis is going to affect his election chances, and I think your opinion was something along the lines of this is his kryptonite, this is different, this is more real, it's really going to affect his support. And I have several things to say about that, and then we took a little break. So we're ready to hear you. All right, so first first things first, um, I I do think it will negatively affect his re-election chances. I think that uh, there are some – there's a bit of a boy who cried wolf kind of effect going on here where, you know, or perhaps you could say the emperor has no clothes where it's like his support has been kind of holding steady at around 40 percent in polling for a long time. And it seems like no matter what, you know, impeachment and – calling climate change a hoax and, you know, making fun of disabled people and things like that. It seems like no matter what, nothing will kind of eat into that 40% of support. But I think this might be different because, you know, it's the kind of thing where these people who are a little bit brainwashed by Trump and the right-wing noise machine from Fox News and Breitbart and others – if their worldview gets challenged to the point that they recognize that something that Trump is doing or saying is just completely false and a lie, it's possible that they will, in fact, reconsider their views on other issues. Um, now, do I think that that will make a lot of people run out and vote for Joe Biden? Frankly, no. But I think it may make people not go out and vote for Donald Trump, who otherwise would have been his reliable supporters. And recall, he barely beat Hillary on the, in the Electoral College in three exactly. days. Exactly. Really close. It was really close. But he's got and Biden believing that he won the election by a landslide. Mm-hmm. That is an out-and-out lie. Right. <laughs> I mean he lost the popular the vote by three million. Million, yeah. Those are all mm-hmm. illegal aliens, though. They're here legally. <laughs> right. They should have I mean, voted. And, and one of the things that I'm seeing and hearing is I'm seeing and hearing people being concerned that he's going to use the coronavirus crisis to attempt to cancel the November election. 
and you and I, I have spoken too. about that before. And right. I could I can see that happening. Um, there is I figured out the legal authority for why he's not allowed to do that. It's okay. three USC section one. So it's like one of the very foundational first statutes that have ever been passed by the federal government. Three, United States Code Section 1. It's the third law ever passed. Um, and it basically says that uh, you cannot suspend the elections. It, that's essentially what it says. It says the president doesn't have the power. The executive branch doesn't have the power to suspend the elections. It would be the Congress that even has that if power. He, even if he's implemented the war powers? I believe so. Uh, if by my reading this is a pandemic. Of, so this is right. not a even, normal even, thing. But, you know, even – I believe even in a pandemic. I mean they voted during the Civil War. They voted during the Spanish flu. They voted during the Great Depression. They can vote during the coronavirus. Um, and even if they can't, I think that he does not have the legal authority. It would have to come from Congress. Now, he also doesn't have the legal authority to obstruct justice, and he doesn't have the illegal author- legal authority to the release of his tax returns after they've been validly subpoenaed by the House of Representatives, but he did it anyway, and the Senate let him get away with it. So you know, just because it's illegal doesn't necessarily mean he won't try, um, and that he, w- he won't succeed, but um, I am pretty sure it is in fact illegal to suspend the election for the coronavirus. Um, I would – I would think so too, definitely. Yeah. Um, real quick, we have some breaking news. This breaking right now on All You Need to Know Radio, courtesy of CNN. New York mayor tells 8 million people be prepared to shelter in place. Decision to be made in 48 hours as city nears 1,000 cases of the coronavirus. This is going to get bad. Mm-hmm. New York and City. That, that number's underreported. Like yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow. And I mean, I, I don't often, like I said, I'm not trying to be alarmist, but it apparently is a real thing that's actually happening, and it makes sense to practice good social hygiene and uh, social distancing and awareness and isolationism. I mean, stock up your well, groceries also, and. One thing I want to bring – I just noticed is I thought all the elections were stopped, but I'm looking at numbers right now, and Joe Biden's beating Bernie Sanders. I can't see where. 71 percent to 23 I think it's like Arizona and Indiana. Um, I think there's four states that are voting in the Democratic primaries. I think Ohio may have suspended Yes, Copperhead just said certain states, but he's, he's checking into that real quick. Yeah, I believe Ohio <laughs> suspended the vote. And he did it against a judge's order, is what I've yeah. heard. Well, I, I don't know the details there, so I'm not going to comment. But I understand. And as far as we're going to make you comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what, what advice could you give people right now just to give them any calm of what is going on? Because I am trying to look at this as a 14-day vacation, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think it's bad to be away from everybody for 14 days, especially people that are sick. (laughs) 
But the, the fact of the matter is, I don't want Donald Trump to look like the hero in this at all because he's the villain. He's the cause of it. And we still, right now, they're still lying to people. And I'm just sick of it. You know, I have a few different things to say. First of all, um, I do think that there are some chinks in the armor, that this may be the emperor has no clothes type moment where some of the kind of 38, 40% of the American populace who, you know, think Trump can do no wrong may start to reconsider um, because of his incompetence in dealing with this crisis. So there's that silver lining. And then, you know, as to kind of specific advice for the day-to-day for your listeners, I would say um, to practice good hygiene and try not to touch your face because it mostly transmits the mucous membrane like the eyes, nose, and mouth. And um, to especially avoid the elderly. And if you think you've come into contact with um, – somebody who has coronavirus or COVID-19 and uh, you start to have an upper respiratory infection with a fever and shortness of breath in particular, um, you should consider going to a hospital or making a doctor's appointment because um, the medical professionals are still working and it is worth it to get checked out. 1% of people who contract this pass away. It's not a typical flu. It's a pneumatic flu. Even if you're not over 55, you could die from this. If you get an upper respiratory infection, go to the doctor. It's worth the money. Um, and other than that, um, you know, stay in place, practice good social isolation and hygiene, and you'll be fine. It'll blow over soon. Absolutely. Hey, Copperhead wants to ask you a question. He's uh, going in and getting on the microphone. Uh, yes, sir. Because he just did a little bit of research, and uh, he hadn't talked to you in a while, so we wanted to say hi to you, so <laughs> keep you just a little, yes, little bit longer. Um, were you surprised when they actually shut down everything in Dallas? I mean, no. was that a surprise to you? Honestly, no. Um, I think uh, given the pandemic status, it makes sense. And, you know, I I do want to emphasize that essential services are, in fact, open. Grocery stores are open. Pharmacies are open. Um, banks, a lot of them are open. The courts are partially open. Um, you know, the, the the city goes on, life goes on, but gatherings, movie theaters, bars, they're closed, and they're closed for a good reason. Um, stay isolated, and everyone will be fine. Okay, Copperhead is on the line. Say hello to Amos, Copperhead. Hey, Amos, how's it going? Life is very good. Thank you very much. How you doing? Well, I'm doing a little bit of research here, and what I'm finding is for decades now we've been studying vitamin C and its impact on viruses as a whole, all the way back from mumps and, and measles to chicken pox and the common cold. And so far, mm-hmm. they're finding out that high concentrations of vitamin C, something that most households have readily access to, is something that can help combat the disease. So it may take two mil, or sorry, two thousand milligrams a day to kind of compete against it. But they're looking at studies that show that even with with severe diseases and severe infections such as measles or chickenpox, seventy-two hours at at uh, two thousand milligrams of vitamin C a day can help minimize to curing these diseases. And this is something they're now looking into the 
contra virus with and seeing how these implications on that because every household has a has a gallon of orange juice laying around or supplements that are vitamin C and it's so easy and readily to get to and if it can help minimize or help cure people quickly that's an easy route to go to and very inexpensive I agree and I think you know I'm not a medical professional and I'm not uh you know going to give people medical advice over the radio but uh you know anything you can do to help is probably a good idea um you know i have also obviously heard that vitamin c is good for upper respiratory infections i'm not super familiar with the science you're describing but uh can't hurt drink oj and and also for most of your uh of course partner with your doctor but vitamin c regimen Mm -hmm. can go hand in hand with uh, most of your prescribed medicines. There are some that don't need yeah. to be. I know antibiotics can't be taken with vitamin C's, but we're talking about a virus here, so it's a little bit of a different mm-hmm. medication. And so be careful mm-hmm. with, and always tell your doctor what you're taking, so that that will definitely mm-hmm. not interfere. But it's a it's a great advice for especially people who are trying to prevent the disease. Right. Hand washing. I, the the government is right now saying hand washing. Don't touch your face. Are the best preventative. Um, This is John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio. Sadly, I need to report that part of CNN, at least 100 people have died from the coronavirus in the U.S. and as in the EU, takes measures to limit the virus global spread. The numbers are stagnant at this point, and they're only going to go up higher and higher and higher because, like I said before, we have not been testing people. So, uh, almost, uh, we'll go ahead and let you do your closing, but uh, what do okay. you think about that? We're, we're, how high well, do you think we're going to go? <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm reluctant to make a specific prediction, and I think that um, something that we've both identified is that this mendacious pathological incompetent administration that currently exists in the White House um, is going to do everything they can to minimize the news and the quote-unquote staggering numbers. Um, It's a shame that it's all about Donald Trump's re-election chances and not about giving accurate information to the American populace. Um, That said, um, I wish everyone the best of luck, stay safe, and um, Donald Trump and his cadre need to be defeated in November, whether that's Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders, and I think it's likely to be Joe Biden. We all need to come together, and we all need to come together and um, work to defeat Donald Trump at the ballot box as roundly as we possibly can to prevent future problems in America related to coronavirus and unrelated to coronavirus. Absolutely. Almost thank you so much. You've given us more of your time than you were supposed to. I greatly appreciate it. So does America. You're very welcome, John. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks, Almost. All right, guys. So um, right now, We've always wanted to have him on. Let's have him on. This is our fitness expert coming right up. House Love Talk Radio. Cheers to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not. Cause the drinks bring back all the memories of. 
Good evening, everybody, or good afternoon, actually. This is, we're welcoming back to All You Need to Know Radio, heard worldwide. And thanks to you guys, we are the number one show in the country right now. Cannot tell you how much we appreciate that. Welcome back from a commercial break. I'm John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. We are now heard because we heard you for months. You guys have hammered us with emails and private messages that uh, you want to be part of the show. We would love that. So 516-531-9990. That's 516-531-9990 is the line you can call in for the studio. Right now, we are so excited to have our fitness expert with us. He's been on location, doing a lot of filming. Can't wait to hear about what he's been up to. But uh, this guy is the most incredible trainer that Dallas Dallas is very, very happy to have him because there are so many trainers in Dallas that they lie about who they are. They lie about their credentials. But we have the one and only Tim McCunsby, and he is no liar. He is a winner. Say hello to everyone, Tim. Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you again for having me on the show. Mr. John Hollywood, it's always a pleasure um, and I'm looking forward to what today has to offer and all the questions that I have. Yes, sir. You do have a lot. So the first thing I want to ask you is kind of a personal question. It's not part of the questions, but I think people will find it interesting. When I very first trained with you, you made me feel so comfortable in everything that was going on, even though I was already in pretty good shape because I'd been working out for 15 years before I came to you. You still had a way about you that you read, you could read my body language. You had literally just met me. When you meet your client at the very first time, what's, what, what's going through your mind? Oh, John, that's a good question. Um, I think I'm just trying to read. I'm just trying to read into them a little bit more, um, you know, some of their verbal, verbal cues, uh, their body language. Uh, things like that, because I know most people do not want to be in the gym. Most people do not like working out. So if I can try to figure out someone on more of a personal level, then I can tell her to work out more to what they, they like and what's comfortable to them. So I think part of the first couple of sessions is me just trying to figure out how I can relate to my client as best as possible, kind of put myself in their shoes, and then tailor the workouts and the conversations towards uh, them a little bit more. You know, when I gained so much respect for you, and you may or may not remember this, but I bet you remember this, uh, there was somebody that came in and really, really wanted to train with you. You just didn't think it was a good fit. So you referred them somewhere else. Do you remember that? Uh, I mean, vaguely, I vaguely remember that, that whole situation, but uh, it's something but, I've done but I mean, how, in my life for sure. But how amazing is that, that you did, you're not about the money like so many other people are. So it's just, it's just incredible. Do you have a well, routine? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, we, you know, 
you know, if you're going to have a job, you're going to work for something, you're going to try to help people out. It's like you want to help people out that you can you, you get along with, right? So my job is helping people uh, with their fitness, their nutrition, feeling better about themselves. And I can do a better job if I get along with the person. So if I know if our energies are kind of matching or I can uplift them a little bit more, um, it's good and dandy. But if it's, if it's someone who, you know, is shut down, uh, isn't open to uh, learning new ideas, techniques, change their behaviors a little bit, it's probably not going to work out. So, yeah, at some point I need to be a little bit more selective on um, who I could take in uh, as far as trying to, you know, help out. Do you agree or disagree with this statement? A personal trainer can educate you on good exercise habits or design a special program. They can motivate you and encourage you. And when you would rather do something else, they can push you to achieve your goals. But it's really up to you and only you. Uh, I agree. I mean, really. I mean, that's just crazy. All right. So those were just a few things that I about. And um, real quick, tell everybody your credentials because we only have winners on this show. And I tell you, I've known Tim for many years, and I've never seen anything but a winning attitude in this guy. He's somebody that I can be depressed and go around, and he puts a smile on my face. Those are hard people to find, especially in Dallas. I appreciate it. Uh, First and foremost, I'm a registered dietitian and licensed dietitian nutritionist. Um, I'm a certified personal trainer through the National Academy of Sports Medicine and also a performance enhancement specialist. Uh, those are the three main ones. And, I mean, there's some other certifications I have that are offsets of the NASM certification that I have, uh, but those are the ones that usually catch people's eyes. And, you know, guys, you can email Tim at allyouneedtoknowradio at gmail.com and put fitness expert in the subject matter because we get a lot of emails. We've got so many emails for Tim right now. There's no way he can even answer them all today. But uh, what's it, what's other ways they can get a hold of you directly if they'd like to be a client? Uh, one of the better ways is probably through my Instagram at Tim McComsey. So it's T I M M C C O M as a Michael S E Y. I could give him your cell phone number. <laughs> uh, negative, negative on that. <laughs> all right, questions. This. Is from Rebecca C. in Arlington, Texas. How often? How how sh- should I be? How many? Whoa, whoa, this thing is going running through. Stop it. Okay, there we go. Exactly. My screen just started going crazy. How often should you be exercising? Three to four times a week, or less, or more? I would recommend with a personal trainer starting out. Uh, I would, yeah, I would recommend at least, you know, three days a week of working out, um, especially when you're starting out because you can, you can start learning um, all new exercises. And if you're doing like an every other day type split, it's better to hold you, to, uh, keeps you more accountable. You're going to look forward to your sessions a little bit more uh, and you can form a better relationship with your personal trainer. Okay, that was a good answer. I like that. I hope, hopefully she took that. This one is from uh, Robert W. of Plano, Texas. Using a personal trainer is having a personal service. How is your program different than anyone else's around town? You know, I don't, I don't really know how it's other kind of vague, do their, really. Do their pro- 
it's kind of vague, really. What's that? I said that question yeah, is kind of vague. Really other, yeah, I don't really have other programs in their personal training and stuff. Uh, like I kind of said earlier in the radio, it's you know I try to relate to my client a little bit more, and I, and I try to find out uh, what they're into and how they how they want to be trained. So it's like I don't train everyone the same because everyone's different. I tailor myself to my client a little bit more to make the training sessions more fun for them uh, and more personalized to them. So maybe other, other people don't know do that. I'm not really sure, but um, that's the number one thing that I try to work on. Okay. This one is from Dolly W from Arlington, Texas. I'm 60 years old. I keep trying to get me and my husband to go to the gym my husband does nothing but sit in front of his television and smoke cigarettes. I'm terrified I'm going to come home and find him de- dead. Golly, it's personal. Um, sorry, <laughs> hold on a second. Pull myself from here. What can I do to change my life? I know it's his decisions on what he does, and he will reap the benefits of the smoking. What do I do to make sure I'm not a victim of that? Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty deep, right? I mean, those those are far deeper issues than just personal training and things like that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you need to take care of yourself. I, I mean, if you take care of yourself, you're feeling better, you're sleeping better, you're eating better, um, you have more energy, and, you know, maybe your husband or her husband can uh, see that. Maybe he, he'd want to change as well, as, as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, everyone has their own choices they want to make, whether, like, if their health is important or not. Um, obviously, she sees it's important, so she just needs it focus on her and then hopefully that he comes along for the ride as well okay i'm not going to ask this next question i'll tell you one later how much should i expect to be charged from a personal trainer with your qualifications this is uh william charles actually he said uses the full name william charles from plano texas uh i had different packages as far as my training goes and different options but uh, for an hour session, depending on the packages, could be anywhere between 85 to 100 bucks an hour. And that will include the personal training, nutrition, uh, customized meal planning, uh, all that included. And, and, guys, let me tell you something I know personally is that Tim will go over and above anything if he sees you're trying. If you're not trying, just don't waste your time going and don't waste his time booking because it won't be a good match. Because Tim is for serious people only, but you get serious results, male or female. Trust me, they'll be going. Damn, what are you doing? <laughs> and you know, John. Also, also to include in there is um, I also offer online personal training and nutrition. Uh, really? Where they have they reap the benefits of having me online via email access and social media access. Um, those programs range anywhere between two to three hundred bucks a month as well. But they still need to contact you to do a consultation, so we don't want to do a leak drink like you that, do we? Uh, I mean, a consultation, yeah. I mean, it's all paperwork. It's all virtual. Um, but I do that so I can reach more people throughout the world. Okay. Once again, this woman says, my name is Helen Williams. You can use my last name. I'm in my 50s. And I really would like to get back in the gym. I normally don't do free weights. I've heard free weights are not for women. We've heard this before, I think. Is that true? Uh, free weights are for everyone. Um, 
everyone, male or female, the reason you want to do free weights is because you're trying to keep as much muscle on your body as possible as we age. Uh, we tend to lose muscle mass, you know, after the age of 25 going on forward. And then also our bones benefit from weightlifting. So if you lift something heavier than what you're used to, uh, lifting weights can help with slow down osteoporosis. So, you know, women and men, as we age, we're more prone to breaking bones when we fall, things like that. So uh, working out consistent, consistently on a weekly basis can help prevent those things from happening. It, it really is that – how does it do that? Uh, you know, there's different mechanisms in the body and stuff like that. But once you start working out, your body releases calcium, you know, into the bones and things like that. So it helps, it helps with that part. Okay. So, so people who are healthier in their 70s, you know, when they, they fall and they break their hips and they're usually out for a while, right. someone tends to be a little bit more healthy and more strong, uh, they can bounce, bounce back from that a lot easier in recovery. So when you take your client on, do they have to do nutrition and training, or can you give them a choice? I mean, to be honest, if you, if you train with me, we're going to talk about nutrition regardless. Uh, I love food. I love, love nutrition, which I'm a dietitian, so... I mean, if you're training with me, we'll talk about food, and then it's up to the client if they're really going to uh, listen to me on the food stuff or they're just going to eat whatever they want. So, Final question. Let's see. I don't like that question. Hold on. <laughs> you won't like that question either. Um, <laughs> do you train people together? Do you train couples? Me and my husband would like to be tra- uh, trained together. We're having trouble finding a trainer that will let us do it together. Are you someone we could call? I, I, I love training couples. Um, I'm training a couple right now who are getting married at the end of this month. Uh, I think it's one of the things that make me the most happy when I train people is training a couple um, that want to be fit and healthy together. So, uh, And my pricing reflects that. So my pricing is a little bit cheaper. Uh, for what their session would be, just because I, I appreciate the fact that they do that together, and I look up to them for doing something like that because it's something I would want in my relationships. Uh, so when another couple wants it, I love it, and I love helping them out. Yeah, we talked about that last time about do your girlfriends ever ask you why you're not on their Insta- your Instagram, and you said that that was going to change. Has that changed yet? Uh, it's gonna, it, I mean, it'll be changing soon for sure. <laughs> Sorry to Thanks put you on the spot. Thanks, Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> hey, buddy, this is your closing to your uh, to your fans. You have the floor for two minutes. Listen, everyone, I, thank you. I just want to thank you all for the questions. The questions are always great. I hope you guys take some of my advice. Um, and I just hope you all just stay healthy uh, during these next few weeks as what we, we all know what's going on in the world today. So, uh, you know, just continue to wash your hands, continue to eat healthy, keep your immune system high and running. Um, and, you know, just keep, keep living your life. Don't don't panic too much here. Um, and, you know, keep the help. If any questions coming, I'm here for your help. So I uh, wish you all healthiness. All right. Thank you so much, sir, for giving us your time. That was Tim McCunsby, fitness expert for All You Need to Know Radio. Go to his Facebook page. Any social media he's on, Tim McCunsby Fitness. Thank you so much, Tim. Have a great day. All right, guys. So keep those questions coming for Tim because – but I wanted to to say something real quick. There's a couple of questions that were sent that were very personal and sexual. 
please don't do that. Please don't mimonize this sex this segment because we are doing this segment to actually help the public. That's what this radio show is here is for. So Tim McCunsky is a serious personal nutritionist, the best in everything he does. Treat him with that same respect. This is All You Need to Know Radio. I'm John Hollywood. Remember, you can be hear us on as far as uh, social media. Go like us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. We're on Snapchat. We're on Twitter. And uh, don't forget, today's show is brought to you by the band Land War Grove. We'll be right back, guys. I'm better be proud of me Even when I'm ugly Still better love me And I can be late for a date that time But you better be on time In a book, in a box, in the closet All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio I am your host, John Hollywood Thank you once again, Tim McCunsey as our fitness expert, we are so lucky to have him. And now it's time for our ever-popular song pick of the week. It's by the megastar Lady Gaga. Um, I didn't love this song when I very first heard it, but the more that I'm playing it in my head, I think it's going to be a huge dance hit. hit. And Copper, Copperhead also agreed with that. So without further ado, this is All You Need to Know Radio Song Pick of the Week. It's new, it's dangerous, and it's in your face. Lady Gaga. That was Lady Gaga, her brand new single, uh, Stupid Love. The video's uh, pretty out there, too. She's dressed in all space attire. But uh, like I said, the more that I listen to it, I'm liking it a lot. Guys, our show is brought to you today by American Wealth USA Group, ending America's debt one debt at a time to truly make America great again. Give them a call at 972-764-3120. We want to thank Almost Warwrench for being on the being uh, calling in and being our legal scholar and reminding everybody that the world is not coming to an end quite yet. Donald Trump hasn't ruined everything. He's pretty close. Also want to thank Copperhead for dropping in for a few minutes. And of course, Tim McCunsby, um, our fitness expert. If you'd like to email Tim and get some, uh, ask him any fitness questions and only fitness or nutrition questions, that's uh, all you need to know, radio at gmail.com. So our last segment is, of course, our entertainment watch. 
And let's see what we have here. So Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson recently tested positive for, you know, Tom Hanks from Big. That's he's a pretty huge artist. <laughs> You're going, who is that? Well, that's who it is. And um, he and his wife both test, tested positive for the coronavirus, and they were very honest about it, which I found very brave. Uh, they have now been released, and uh, they were talking earlier about how they, because they self, um, well, what's it called? They self-quarantined themselves. They were not uh, told they had to be quarantined. So Dr. Drew uh, is taking on the coronavirus, and he says, I've been concerned about the panic. So are you concerned about the panic? Um, I'm a little concerned. I don't. Like I said earlier, I'm looking at this as kind of like a 14-day vacation, and I used to like to be around people all the time. I've been taught over the last four years it's okay to be by yourself, and uh, so I'm just trying to kind of understand, you know, this. make no mistake, this virus is going to kill millions of people, and it's a very sad fact that I'm stating this now. The Trump administration is, is offering a $1 trillion whatever they're calling it, business interruption fee, or, you know, like Copperhead just said, he's trying to buy America's vote. And I think also, like almost said, that I think he is probably going to try and uh, do something to delay the vote. However, almost did say that he found it, he found it in the Constitution where he does not have that authority. Copperhead would like to say something. Just a little closing argument here for you. Uh, this is going to affect a lot of people. There are going to be plenty that are going to get sick and those who may even die. But more importantly, there's going to be lots of people who are going to be impacted monetarily with work and with their income. So just like uh, what America is known for about giving and helping other people, just like we did after 9-11 and for other situations like this, make sure you go out of your way to find ways to help other people and ask for help if you need it. This is a time for Americans to be true Americans and show the, the kindness and courtesy and commitment to being Americans that we are. We're not a group that just throws people out into the cold or throws them out of their home or – Hold them to the their feet to the fire when troubles happen. We're the we are the group that takes care of our own. We take care of the world, and we take care of those who are complete strangers to us. So make sure you do your part. This is a good chance for us to show the rest of the world what we are and who we are. And that is some awesome advice, Copperhead. Thank you for dropping that in. You know, it's one thing he brings to the show is emotion. Uh, I think about. Um, Things that are going on with Trump, and I get into a situation where I'm angry with Donald Trump. Everybody's always like, why do you hate the president? Listen, I don't hate somebody I don't know. I hate his actions. I hate that he is a liar. I hate that he has no credibility with any other world leaders. That puts our our country in danger. So, And he, for some reason, loves dictators like Kim Jong-un and Putin. He's, he's Putin's butt boy. So the thing is, is that I don't hate Donald Trump, so please quit sending me your hate mail. I hate the person Donald Trump is, because I don't know Donald Trump. He's not somebody I'd run in a circle with. Not many people that he runs in a circle with right now, he bought his way in there. You know, the night Donald Trump was elected, Rupert Murdoch, which ran Fox News, was supposed to come to his party, and Donald Trump was all excited about it. Rupert Murdoch waited until an hour before the the uh, party was over, and all Donald Trump kept telling people is, don't leave yet, he hasn't gotten here. How pathetic, how sad, just once again showing how the president is out of touch. He wants something that 
he did talk you into, not me. I see right through the man. He's a fraud. This is All You Need to Know Radio. I'm John Hollywood, your host, live from Dallas, Texas. Thank you so much for requesting us to move our show up to an after afternoon time. And uh, let us know about that. Go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube. <laughs> We're on every single social media platform. Snapchat on every single social media platform we can you can be on. Please go like us, follow us, tell your friends and family about us. Our brand new time is Tuesday, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. And our sponsor once again was American Wealth USA Group. Ending America's debt one debt at a time to once truly make America great again. Call 972-764-3120. And with that, we are out of time. And guys, remember, every morning get up and look at yourself and ask yourself, what have you done today to make yourself feel proud? Do me a favor. Every single day, especially with everything that's going on in this world, rise above the negativity in your life or someone else's life around you, you be the strong one. You be the one that apologizes because right now everyone in this country is in a mental fuck-up. They don't know where they are. They don't know where their next meal's coming. I mean, all the kids that we just put, they just closed the schools down because of the coronavirus. I doubt they go back this year at all. Think if you're a senior this year. Copperhead and I were talking about that. And he said that he thought that most of them would probably have credits. So I'm hoping that's true. But what if it's your senior year? What an awful time for this. But more than anything is that the kids rely on the food that's provided by the schools. So if you can give, give to the Red Cross. Give to a legitimate charity that will take care of people. Because there are going to be people literally starving. Look at yourself every day in the morning and say, what have I done to make myself feel proud? Good night from Dallas, Texas, or good afternoon. Bye-bye. See you next week. University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.